So did I tell you about uh, when I was at the Philippines? Holy shit, bro. Oh, that was messed up. Those are fun parties, though. Yeah, they are. They were really fun parties, man. It was fucking awesome. Saying no. I don't know how to say no in Philippine. I mean, so, I mean, <laughs> I can understand it either. You're too busy going, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we're back on, aren't we? Oh, oh shit, man. man. Again, we're implicated in all the crimes we commit internationally now. <laughs> um, <laughs> welcome, everybody, to the Skip the Noise podcast. Um, you will be joined this evening by the illustrious Brown Python and myself, Mexican Nostradamus. We will be missing Blueberry Sugar himself. As you King can tell. Benjamin James. Yes, yeah. he, will be, uh, yeah. he will be missing this evening. So we will try to carry on without him and try to break every single internet rule as we are no longer tethered, ladies and gentlemen. He is the tether that keeps us from just completely going crazy. So we'll right, that being said... Goes. Let's talk about the N-word. No. <laughs> <laughs> fucking shit. Fucking All right, song. let's do that. All right. So, How do we do it? Nancy start Reagan, right? <laughs> the other N-word. <laughs> Nancy Reagan. Um, you know, the, the, the illustrious blowjob queen. <laughs> She's not the blowjob queen. She is the she wife was, of the bro. magnificent she president. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, she, she what? She sucked Her. dick so hard. Fucking Reagan got like Alzheimer's, bro. Is dementia. that right? Is, is that how that his happened? Brains out. <laughs> that, what happened? <laughs> that was the medical cause. You didn't see that? I that had no idea. Things. Yeah, she Man. blew his brains out. Literally, blew his wow. brains out. Yeah, she that's a hell of a woman out. till the end. Till the end, her she can get a golf ball through some uh, water hose. Anyways. Moving on, I guess you guys don't want to hear about our social commentary regarding the former <laughs> first lady and her fellatio abilities, which as magnificent as they were, you know, supposedly supposed to be. Um, I guess we should probably kick it into another lady who seems to be sucking a lot of dick pretty badly. And that's Miss Tulsi Gabbard. What? She's not sucking yes. dick, man. Come on. She's a reasonable. Oh, he, she is super bro. reasonable. Okay, okay, man. Hold on. Let, let's 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 preface the story before we start, you know, before you All start right, pulling wow. it out. Whatever. Tulsi Gabbard has been part of this, what seems to be this this new revelation. So right now in current American politics from the right wing, there seems to be this weird kind of mishmash of stories that are anti-Ukraine in a way, like a lot of like suspecting and a lot of like suspicion. Well, Tulsi Gabbard brought up a story the other day, and this is a couple of days. Uh, this is the, oh, hey, by the way, happy St. Patty's Day. Um, this is 317 oh, fuck, 2022. Yeah, it is true. I didn't so happy St. Patty's Day to you, senor. Um, with that being said. It's like the white man's sequel de Mayo. It is, right? It's pretty men. dope. I mean, he, he fucking chased snakes out of the city. Um, Tulsi Gabbard, a couple of days ago, basically said that and well, not necessarily said, but went to the credence into the story that there were several bio labs in Ukraine yeah, yeah. that were developing and, you know, kind of developing what they were developing, but they, they were basically put by us or some type of funded like, by us, funded by us and that there are bio labs and all this other yes, shit and basically yes. leading to, you know, the right wing Pro- oh, I, think, I would say it's it, it is it's propaganda. No, what, what was she became, saying? 
Well, what she basically saying? said that they were there. She said that there was 20 to 30 of them, et cetera, right. et cetera. And right. that these particular bio labs, you know, she left vaguely for a reason. Because, of course, you know, they, they could be saying, oh, they're they're creating the new, you know, the new COVID-20. The COVID-20, right. Yeah. So she was trying to throw in that kind of vague reference and kind of playing into the right wing propaganda. Not so really, not really. Yeah, okay. she, she is, she is. And I'll and explain be, what's going on in a little bit. Go, go ahead. No, 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 no. Continue. You can do. You know what? Because that's just. I, I just wanted to give the the fifty thousand whatever feet okay. view of the situation. So please, please, uh, uh, illuminate us. What's happening in Ukraine is that they did find. Okay, the United States um, did not deny, but actually admitted to funding certain bio labs in Ukraine. Okay. I don't know. I don't know the exact number, maybe 20 to 30. I'm not sure what the number is, but right. United States is funding some bio labs in Ukraine. Okay. Now what Tulsi was saying is that we should probably do something with these bio labs before they get either taken over or bombed and something gets released. Okay. She wasn't a lot of the misconceptions that she was talking about bioweapons and nobody said anything about bioweapons. Uh, hold on. The only people who were talking about bioweapons was Mitt Romney and anybody else who is probably involved with the government, which I'm not sure why they would, that would even be the case because all she's saying is, Hey, there's some bio labs here. We don't know what's inside of them or what they're creating, but they should probably get safeguarded or everything should be destroyed. Something should be done before the Russians hit it. Okay. And quit it. Right. Um, So that's what she's saying. And so for some reason or another, Mitt Romney decides to call her a Russian agent. Okay, the same verbiage of the Hillary oh, used. Well, hold on. Let me a, let me let me let me tell you her exact quote because you're not exactly quoting. And this is from her tweet. There are 25 plus US funded biolabs in Ukraine, which if which if breached would release and spread deadly pathogen to the mm-hmm. US world. True, we must take true. action now. To prevent disaster, U.S., Russia, Ukraine, NATO, UN, EU must implement a ceasefire now around these labs until they're secured and the pathogens destroyed. Perfect. Yeah. She said, like COVID, these pathogens know no border. Mm-hmm. And if they are inadvertently or purposely breached or compromised. Got it. And no, she, she said, inadvertently or purposely breached. Yeah. They will quickly spread throughout Europe, the United States, and the rest of the world, causing untold suffering and death. Okay. What part of that so, is, uh, is not true? It's, well, basically, the, the part about the U.S. funding is not necessarily true. That's not it been is, confirmed. No, oh, my not goodness. Been confirmed, it, nor dude. It has not been confirmed. First, that's first Keep reading. Point. Also, these Keep bio reading. labs. No, these bio labs, we don't know what's in them. We yeah, don't know what's happening. We don't yep. really understand everything. For her yep. to just say a blanket statement like that, especially with the way that she's playing into the kind of the propaganda, that's yeah. kind of a different game, man. That's a, that is a big game. And to be quite honest with you, conservatives are jumping her now too. Like, but it's why not just, this what, is what not part just of this was, was wrong? Adam Kinzinger. I mean, Mitt Romney. Oh my God, um, dude! There's a lot You're of not right. okay. Those are conservatives and the rhinos. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, but okay. What's wrong really? with with safeguarding biolabs though? Huh? What's wrong with safeguarding them? 
and and implementing a ceasefire around these these facilities because well, well, they... we don't we don't know a lot of we don't know everything about this and for her to kind of say some shit she like half cocked that's not that's not a smart thing to do especially I mean, in the war zone right i mean let's did be honest. we know do we really did we know, know that covid was being developed in china we did no we did we did yeah okay who did the united states did okay Okay, well, Trump don't... signed the bill that Trump signed okay. the bill that allowed the cleavage to occur. Okay, but here's the thing now. W- what do you mean we don't know what's inside these labs? Somebody has to know what's in these labs, right? Right. Somebody has to know, right? But Tulsi somebody Gabbard has to know. know. Right. Tulsi Gabbard doesn't know. Okay, but shit. we can. But and considering that the of... world's considering that the world was turned upside down because of COVID, don't right. you think that that might be the responsible thing to say? Right, but. So let's let's okay let's 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 take let's take this the statement at the ground level right sure. which is someone just saying some shit and she didn't know what the fuck's happening she really doesn't know. Tosi Gabbard has no idea. Now she, How- she's basically because she's parroting information that she got. Did she get this information from a verified source? What information though? That, that there's that a there's bio, bio labs. That yeah. yeah. Did she get it from a verified source? That's what I'm saying. Like look. What okay, realistically, yes, right? There's there, there, if there's some type of real bad chemical contagion, things of that nature, we have to be careful. I'm not disagreeing with that point. What I am disagreeing with is the fact that her source isn't verifiable. Does she for sure know this? And if she does know this, how does she not know that these labs weren't already cleaned out? How does she not know? How does she know any of this information? Essentially. She got her information from a white, from basically a right wing propagandist machine. That's where that came from. So she's just, you know, basically parroting information she's hearing secondhand. She's admonishing people and saying that, hey, if there's, okay, there are these bio labs, okay, and we don't know what's in them. She doesn't know what's in them. She's, I think she admits to that in her tweet. Um, but they should be safeguarded. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying that. It's like saying, I don't know. It's, it's, like, it's like going to a concert or something and you're like, okay, um, we should probably make sure the exits are clear. But you're like, why? There's no fire. You just, you got that from a wrong propaganda. Well, what if there is a fire? You should probably safeguard the, the safe, the exits. Yeah, but there's no fire. Okay. There could be one. There's no, right. and then and then you say that I'm a, you know, well, okay, I'm a, I, I'm a Russian, I'm a Russian agent for well, saying no, that because fire is going to be cleared. There's been several different things. I mean, she said multiple. Okay, so that's the problem is, is that while the conversation regarding the bio labs, that's just yeah. the tip of the spear. She said several things throughout this invasion. Everything from saying that the invasion's kind of really what Biden wants to. I mean, what else? She basically says sanctions don't work. She, you know, yeah. Gabbard, like, <laughs> I, even like she, even Hannity and people are like, whoa, hold on a second. Wait a like, second. You're, I you're, mean, you're, you're kind of, she's going, it, but that's what I'm telling you. She's become, and like, that's fine. Tulsi Gabbard, hey, if you, if you're sad and depressed and, you know, you you were looking for money. That's cool. But just announce to everybody and stop using your platform. Like you, like at one point she seemed like she was a clear level-headed middle of the road person that could actually help the country. 
Now she sold her soul to Fox News and to whoever, and and understands that that's where her money and her support's coming from. So it it it's no longer that man. It, I, I unfortunately, these bio labs she doesn't know. She's playing the right wing propaganda right now, which I guess in its own essence is the story about why there's like almost this this weird right wing, like almost staunch. I wouldn't even say staunch, but almost in a way supporting. What Russia right now? No Russia. Yes. What are you talking about? From Trump's statements to people going, well, you know, there's been a lot of like disinformation regarding a lot of stuff in Ukraine, and it's all coming for right wing groups, and it's just kind of like, wait, what the fuck? You guys realize we're talking about the Russians here, right? And I'm not trying to be mean, but they have been category like categorically our enemy for you know, a long time, at least the government, not the people, Russian people or American people. We're just the re- we're just the retards fucking caught up in this shit. But, you know, people are just the, the pawns of the government. It just seems very weird. So I think it's just more if you look at the the the, the follow up, the follow through what she's been doing is she's just kind of been parroting that. You know what I'm saying? I, I, don't, I don't think so, man. I, I think what she said was very general. It was very admonishing i i mean who does who wants to see the next covid come out i mean do you really want to wear masks then and then lock down and you know have food shortages well more food shortages nobody wants that nobody well there's nothing wrong with putting out statements saying hey we better safeguard these bio labs if there's something inside of them right she didn't say there was a deadly pathogen in there she doesn't know and she i think she admitted in her tweet but well, she's okay and do you know that she's the cpac speaker now yeah she's yeah Yep. <laughs> what? I mean, come on, dude. It's just you know who's not invited? Mitt Romney's not invited to CPAC. Okay. She's the CPAC speaker now. Come on, dude. It's the I'm like, just saying, she, she, man. Come on. I mean, look, dude. So you know, more more mad love to you, Tulsi. Hawaii is not expensive to live in. You know, you got bills to pay. Good for you. And but, she's a veteran. She's a veteran. Come yeah, on. You know, gotta give her that too. Come on. I mean, come on. Come on. Anyways, but nonetheless, she I, I it's kind of sad though, because at one point, right, she really did seem like she was a great alternative. I think we all, you know, sucked her off a little bit thinking that she was the greatest. But now you're starting to see what's happening. She does have a questionable history, even in Hawaii. There are things that happen with her family, things like that. There, she's not Wait, as stellar as she once was. What happened? Uh, there's some stuff I have to more substantiate, but some things I did kind of start following up on, especially regarding her family and stuff like that. There's a lot of weirdness that went down with her with her Hawaii. So more to come. I'm I'm actually gonna probably I'll probably do one day. We'll do like a full expose on really? it because I'm kind of yeah expose. working on it. It's not good. It's definitely not good. Not good, but I don't want to. I don't want to go half cocked. I actually want to. When I do barrier, I want to make sure it's done really well. No, I think Tulsi. um, Unfortunately, for the Democratic Party, that's probably the best that they got, man. Not really, because she's no longer a Democrat. That's what I'm trying to tell you. She is a Democrat. She identifies as no. She identifies as a Democrat. CPAC Speakman spokesperson. Hey, we're open to everybody on Fox News every CPAC is CPAC is not Republican. All right. Oh, CPEC is majority Republican, but we it's a think tank is a conservative think. Yeah. Conservatives. Uh, you, you, you can be a Democrat conservative, right? 
right? Come so on, stupid. You're so dumb. <laughs> I'm just saying, the party labels are not are not part of CPAC. You can That's be a Republican just, okay. or a Democrat as long mm. as you have conservative values. Okay, so for everyone who doesn't know what CPAC is, it's not some type of vaginal um, exam. CPAC is the Conservative Political Action Conference. Okay. Mm. It's set up by the American Conservative Union. Oh, not the Republicans? Nope. It actually no, goes see? further. They're even more right-wing. The American <laughs> Conservative Union. I think they spelled that with K's somehow. Um, so, yeah, she's gone to the other side. So, look, you know, I, I, I will bury her probably in the next episode or two where I'll, I'm going to have a 10 or 15-minute spiel about her history. Unfortunately, I, I hate to say this, everyone. We've been kind of hoodwinked on this particular person. Um, not as good as it seemed. It happens to everybody. We all kind of hope that there's going to be a good person. We, we hope they find it, but I, I, unfortunately, these are not the droids you're looking for. It's time to move on. But the other thing we're not looking for are these fucking, like, I don't know, Supreme Court justices' wives oh. showing up at, showing up at fucking like January 6th. Did you hear about this? Yeah, you told me about this. I actually read the article. So Clarence Thomas's wife was seen at January 6th rally. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't say rally, you fucker. What? Don't you what? do that, you <laughs> cocksucker. You fucking tell where she showed up, you motherfucker. Where was she? Oh, at the uh, the January 6th <laughs> event in Washington, D.C. <laughs> yes, that. Of course, Such a jerk off. I mean, a lot of people did. She you was know, Trump was there. He gave a he gave an inspiring speech and he uh, did not. Yeah, yeah, inspiring. It's called seditious yeah. and it invoked a fucking riot. That is not true. It is true. It not is true. The you FBI. Know hey, I'll tell you one thing. Uh, the first lawsuits that are against him for that for that are coming very quickly through New York State Court. Ah, uh, New York. The it's people that couldn't. Didn't didn't they try to indict him already and nothing happened? Well, they nothing like happened. a lot of the um, a lot what? of the uh, attorneys quit, right? Because he got a deal because they dropped the part of the prosecution because they held it for so long. No, 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 they didn't quit because it was immoral for attacking them. They quit because it's being held up because it's no immoral because people are keeping it from happening. No, yeah, <laughs> no, dude, no, no. They quit because there's nothing there. They're like, man, do. this is a nothing burger. I'm gonna go put on something else, man. Anyways, back on topic. Supreme Court Clarence Thomas, his wife, was present at the January 6th riot. She did not go into the building, but she did march with the people to the Capitol. So she was present during the break-ins, just did not break in, of course. I mean, she's... Well, no, I mean, she was a She's a psychopath, but she's not that much psychopath. So the big, what was the big crux of the story is, is if you have a person... So January 6th, whether you call it a riot or not, involved a lot of very weak-minded people, whichever way the story plays, right? Whether you say that the FBI invoked it or that Trump invoked it, whatever you say, it involved weak-minded people. One of those weak-minded people is with a Supreme Court justice of the United States of America. Okay. She was not weak-minded. She okay, because she did. No, she dude, a lot of people, a lot of smart people go to watch Trump speak. I mean, he is oh, a president who? of the United States. No, 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 no. no. Okay, no, no. This was a stop the steel rally. Okay, yeah. this wasn't like his normal, you know, how Hitler thing. This was his like 
his actual like stop the steal. This is a complete riot to prevent the president from being like officially installed into the United States. That's what that was. But it wasn't weak-minded people. What it was, it was it was um the fact that there were a lot of voices that weren't given the chance to present. Yeah, they, they, it's called it's called November what second. It's called voting, dude. Okay, you got to understand that there were a lot of anom- anomalies that were not explained oh on God. on November. There's always Suck. some type of no. It's true. Use that. No, it's true. Why a not? A bunch of weak minded people that fucking got no people do tantrums. That is not the way we do things. If you want to do something, you vote. Right. You know why we don't do things? We don't we don't have counties with 100 percent or more than 100 percent voting uh, voting oh, records. OK, we've already this has already been dispelled. That no, it has correct. not been dispelled. Been dispelled. Nonetheless, if that was the truth. Right. How did the Republicans win so many governorships, House seats and state legislature? They took several. So how did that happen? But somehow, oh, we we. We let everything else go. The most important parts, except for the president. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, man. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, Yeah. no, no. State legislatures overwhelmingly became Republican while Biden got elected president. You know what that means? That means there's enough Republicans to go, I'm fucking done with this fucking dumbass. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to vote for Biden, but I'm going to make sure my state stays Republican. And that's what happened. Like, That's I'm what happened in a Biden, lot of states. Starve and pay more from, for my gas? Dude, Is that what no, because they know, get fired but, from my job? End, they know that their state legislatures <laughs> and their states are going to stay Republican. They just couldn't deal with Trump anymore. And that was a lot of Republicans. Period. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, we did get a lot of, but Trump did win a lot of, um, a lot of counties. He I'm won, not saying he, he did a lot of states. A, yes, dude. There's a lot of counties where the, the average and, reading level is first or second grade. And it's he not took all of those. <laughs> but it's not okay. The the areas in question are <laughs> very heavily blue, corrupt areas. But it's not. But okay. But that's not going to win him an election. Even okay. So what? Okay. It might. It might have swing states. It does not swing states because we're talking. Okay. That's the problem that well, actually. So that's that's the wonderful thing about our voting system that I'm scared that they're trying to change by all these voting right acts. And that we have yeah, a, we have a massive conglomeration of all these basically independent voting agencies. When you have this many independent voting agencies. OK, don't get me wrong. Right. If you corrupt one or two, you can't. But the process still will be okay because there's so many independents. That's that's I mean that's isn't that the ideal of conservatism? You give this, you give the areas, you give them their own control. You trust them to do their job because if you centralize everything, it's easier to be corrupted, right? Like if you have, yeah. if you have, well, that's the voting system. That's why it's so hard to be broken. Which is why so many of these anomalies and things are bullshit. Because you would have to have had a monumental like on the scale of flat earth type scheme <laughs> to really switch to really swing the fucking election dude and that's the truth that's the fucking truth i mean <sighs> you would have had to had millions and millions of people involved you don't think you don't i think, don't know about millions well, yes maybe yes. in a election uh, of 160 what 160 something million people voted right is your yeah. quote joe biden's the most popular president of all time 
with 85 million <laughs> votes. Trump had 80 or 81. Yeah. Dude, that's a substantial amount of liars. That's a substantial amount of people to cheat. Yeah, but here's the thing. You don't have to cheat everywhere. You, you only have to cheat in, in states that are purple, first of all. You pick your states that are purple. And then you corrupt the, um, the election boards of the major cities where the counties are. Okay. Pennsylvania election board member election there boards were Republicans. Well, you know what? Republicans, Real Republicans. Did, too. Yeah, they, they didn't actually Real like Trump. That literally vote that that just to keep their jobs had to pass voting like law things. Georgia, fucking really? Georgia? Georgia, man. Fucking Georgia. Okay. They're not fucking Republicans. What about no, Detroit? Dude, dude, that's all I needed was those two states. That's all he needed was Georgia. Think about it. Look, think of the numbers on the map. He had Georgia and Pennsylvania. It was over. It didn't matter what else happened. Those two states had Republicans in control. And they, and they, dude, to tell me that now the Republicans are cheating. uh, Come on. That's what I'm trying to say. The amount of fucking (laughs) would be, like I said, flat earth. Now you're a flat earth. Just tell me the fucking left side. No, 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 man. Tell me the left side. It's not flat. Okay. The <laughs> okay, earth then, is then actually quite no, round. Tell me earth's flat. It's that type of fucking thing. Or tell me, tell me, come on. What else is it? So or you're the, telling me that the, the, the people voted 10,000 years old. Is that what you're telling you, me? You're telling me that people actually voted for, for this state we're in right now. Yes. 85 million people voted for the high gas prices or food shortages. The, the yes. World War Three scenario. Yes. So there's 83, 85 million dumbasses who voted for this. Yes. Yeah, it's just like there's 81 million dumbasses who voted for the other guy. Dude, well, the other guy provided better jobs, man. Wow, to who? Better to economy. Rich people, to rich no, people, still have to your, no, we just all we had was an increasing um, wealth. Inflation class. was low. Inflation yeah, was low. No, gas inflation prices was were low. Inflation, inflation was, was high. high. Inflation was high. Higher than inflation it is now. Has been going on. No, no, but be uh, quite honest uh, with you. Let's let's no. be very frank. Inflation's sure. been going on for the last five to seven years, and okay. a crazy accelerator rate. Yeah, and that probably I would probably say that probably. I'd be probably to be quite frank since since Obama took office, inflation just, has hit levels that have been paramount. If you look at it in in college tuitions, um, housing market, overall life, overall rents, they increased substantially after Obama around two thousand eight. After that, that last crash, I don't think we really, 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 really got out. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. you see the cost of things. I, 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 I'm not trying to say it's definitely not just Trump, but shit went wrong when we bailed out all those companies in no way. And oh, inflation has yeah. been growing steadily since then. I mean, that's my opinion. By the way, I never agreed with bailing out those companies, man. I think no, they should have been. They should have. Yeah, they should have been. Let them crash and burn. Let them crash and burn. That's how, that's how the forest forwards. grows, you know? You, uh, yeah. yeah, you. You let the old wood die and let the new ones come in. That's it. That's yep. how you do and it. unfortunately, they just you know, too big to fail bullshit. And that was all bullshit. That was that, that was a complete that was a complete farce because guess what? In the end, it did nothing. We bailed out so many banks. We bailed out so many things. And in the yeah. But anyways, okay, that's for a whole start. Sorry. Going back, Clarence, Clarence Thomas's, Thomas's wife is a fucking job. She was there. This guy's blowing a Supreme Court justice. Probably Wait a second. because of how much porn he watched. She she's a conservative. Um, uh, I mean, like lobbyist. super conservative. Yeah, she's a conservative super, lobbyist. Yeah. 
Well, she was just there as part of the job, man. That's part but of her job think, is to go to these kinds of things. Right. But okay. But uh, the same thing, like we're asking congressmen, right? And congress people not to buy stocks, things like that, yeah. because it's a, a conflict of interest. Yeah. Isn't someone who's deciding policy and the and the way the constitution is to be basically interpreted and his wife is a lobbyist? I mean, Clarence Thomas That's is already terrifying. conservative, man. Not as but uh, dude, say what you will. You gotta admit though, that's slightly terrifying. Let's uh, let's put let's put it on the other shoes, right? Sotomayor, right? right? Was married oh, to boy. a communist Sandinista. Yeah, you wouldn't she like it. Is. But I'm just saying, you wouldn't like it, would you? You would think though, there's a conflict of interest. Would I, it surprise really me? Think- no. <laughs> it wouldn't. It wouldn't surprise me if I found out that. That uh, Sotomayor was, well, first of all, I'd be more surprised if she was heterosexual. Oh, but, <laughs> but this is what happens, ladies and gentlemen, when, when Benji's no not here, Benjamin James. <laughs> but if you were to tell me that was the most surprising part after my shock, I'd be like, who is she married to? And you're like, oh, some communist Sandinista who fought in Cuba with a casserole. I'm like, eh. I can see it happen. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but nonetheless, I mean, though, you could see that there's a conflict. There's, there's a scariness to it. Right. Especially since, I mean, you know, these political lobbyists, they're paid substantial amounts of money. Oh, I'm sure she knows a lot of people. In the I circuit, mean, we're talking man. about, too. I mean, you know how much these people on K Street makes? And K Street is a reference to the, to the streets around the Capitol, um, where oh. all the lobbyist firms are. These, these people make half a million to a million dollars a year yeah. for influence. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And seeing that she is basically blowing Long Dong Silver himself every night, it's a little spooky. It's a little, and I'm not, and I know some people are saying, oh, that should call for him to be, um, I, I guess, removed. It's stupid, but it is hmm. scary if you think about it and how deep the lobbying organizations, whether they're conservative or oil or whatever, are so entrenched in our government. Makes you think sometimes just the level of corruption and undue influence that they have. That's kind of terrifying. Yeah, it is. It, I agree with you on that because um, the lobbyists shouldn't have so much power, man. No. You know, but they're uh, banging and, Supreme Court justices. They're cutting checks on well, the floor of the not, Senate. They're probably banging John Roberts. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, he is the youngest looking <laughs> of them all. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's definitely not uh, the chick who was in the sex cult. Um, really? Which one is that? The newest, the, the, the oh, newest yeah, Supreme yeah, Court yeah. Justice. I, I forgot her name. She that's they she was number 27 in the sex cult. Um, but moving on, moving on. Um, I did want to talk a little bit. I guess we, I think we would be remiss if we didn't discuss a little bit of what, what's going on in Ukraine right now. Um, currently and i think i have a, oh even how they got screwed over yeah. yes they've been screwed over multiple times well biden just signed an 800 million dollar deal that's going to provide them with 2000 more javelins which are holy shit i don't know if you guys are watching videos those things are nightmares to tanks nightmares. yeah but how dude wouldn't they benefit more from more airplanes right what happened with that man oh they got screwed that's screwed that got totally they got screwed yeah, dude, they got totally screwed. Well, I think Poland, I think, and from what I got from this conversation, so I could be wrong, but from what I gather is Poland, I 
think was expecting like to trade in 29 MIGs and get 29 F-35s. From Ukraine or from, from us. the United States? And the United States, whoa, 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 pump the brakes. That's F-35s. I think that was the misinterpretation. And I think Poland, while don't get it wrong, very supportive. If you didn't see what happened on Tuesday or Monday, basically the leaders of Poland, um, Iklovakia, Biklovakia, Saklovakia. I don't know the other countries. That's the other former Eastern Bloc countries. Baklava. Um, they all actually went to Kiev during an active war zone and met with Zelensky. So I'm not saying, I'm yeah. not doubting Poland's intent, but I do think that they were expecting like F-35s and the United States is not going to just give anybody F-35s. Like that's a key well, here's of our the, um, air supremacy. Here's the, okay, uh, man. Okay. So there's a lot of disconnect here. First of all, it never made sense to me. Why stop at planes, right? Why stop at MIG fighters when they're giving the Ukrainians money and javelin missiles because their excuse as well. We don't want to provoke Russia into attacking NATO. We don't want to provoke World War III, but you're already giving this country weapons. Right. So why stop at planes? I, well, I think because that. okay because I think the problem is and I think everyone knows the only thing Russia technically has over Ukraine right now is air superiority. Yeah. Now, if you were to turn that around, what could Ukraine do? And I think that's the crazy part is I think if Ukraine had more aircraft, they could launch counteroffensives against Russia. Absolutely. They can go to Moscow and start shooting well, some buildings that, down that's there. That's the problem. I think that I think, and this is personal, and and also I've been very I've, I've been keyed into. I have a, a former friend. Uh, I mean, a former person I kind of went to school with. He was a friend when we were younger, but um, I won't mention names or anything. But he was involved in Desert Storm, uh, military strategist, very brilliant guy. He keyed into another individual talking about some of the military strategy going on right now in ukraine and that's the thing if they got more air power we're talking about severe counter offenses against russia which yeah could be joined by the other like poland could attack belarus like okay i think we're playing a very 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 narrow seesaw right now I don't understand. Because so, if, so if don't we give, give them air superiority, all right. Yes, if we give planes to Ukraine, they're going to probably take out a lot of what Russia is doing. Because right now, um, and what would be wrong with that part? Guy, huh? What would be wrong with that? I mean, well, taking see, out what Russia's doing. That's when she gets hot. See, we don't want. Okay, the foreign relations is a is a seesaw, right? Ukraine is just weak enough, but just strong enough to really fucking give it to Russia. If you make Ukraine too strong, it's going to expose a weaker Russia, which is then going to cause Ukraine to counterattack. And if Ukraine counterattacks, Russia has already been exposed for their shitty military equipment, their horrible instability, and their lack of overall military like basically strategy, dictum, everything they're doing is wrong. 
So if Ukraine actually encroached on Russian territory, right, we could have a real nuclear war very quickly. Why? Because you Russia think, you think going, Putin would launch, would launch a nuke? Yeah, oh, 100%. Now that's what he'll fire. And he'll fire Ukraine. Now, will he fire the United States? I don't know. But I'm pretty sure he'll fire Ukraine. So I think it's it, it's a very it's a very 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 um, dangerous seesaw. And you, if you make one too strong, they're going to wipe out the other. And if you make the other one too weak, then you know it's a problem. So I think there's more statesmanship than what we're seeing in regards to that. I just think the planes would have tipped the balance too much, and I think we would have had Ukraine invading Russia. Because if you Which, look at it right now, the Ukrainians would just, the little bit of shit we're giving them, have inflicted almost 40% damage on the Russians. 40% of the Russians overall, like we're talking about troops, tanks, military armaments have been dispatched by the Ukrainians. All right. That's a substantial amount. And we're talking about troop losses too. Now, not, not all of them were killed, but a lot were captured. Yeah. Dude, if you know, and on top of that, ask anybody who knows some military history or strategy, guess what's going on right now? What's that? Everyone's rewriting the book on how to fight wars. Armor is not as good as thought. Like you saw these rows and rows and rows of tanks. What have they been yeah. done? They've gotten stuck. They're falling apart. Single crews of basically commandos are taking out the tanks as they're sitting. Because Russians didn't supply any real detail to protect the tanks. Like detachments or squads. So that's yeah. why they're just taking them out one by one in these fox traps where they'll hit them from the back and the front, lock them in, cause mass confusion. And then you got all these fucking um, every type of missile hitting plus the drone attacks. It's it, this whole thing's rewriting the whole dictum because, you know, you saw like desert storm, right? That's what we did. We yeah. rolled in a bunch of tanks and lit shit up, but that wouldn't work now. Not with the not with the stingers, not with all the different type of um, armaments. So it's it's definitely changing. So I think right now, if you give too much to Ukraine, it tips the power balance too much, and you have a, you have a Ukraine attacking but Russia. I wonder though. I mean, would the generals listen to Putin if he said launch the nukes? I think they wouldn't listen to him if Russia wasn't in danger. If Russia wasn't in real physical danger. I don't think they would launch. But if Russia I don't think they would invaded, launch because well, if you're, Russia's you're launching invaded, against a, a game. You're launching a non you're launching on a non-nuclear power. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They don't I care. mean we did it to Japan. You don't think someone else is gonna hit somebody up? All right, okay. Japan was different. Dog Dog, we started on that. Japan was different. That's what all I'm saying is I think there has to be some statesmanship. We cannot make Ukraine too strong because next thing you know, we got Ukraine trying to knock on the door of fucking Moscow. All right. Hey, I got, I got, I got some uh, tinfoil hat shit going on here. <clears throat> All right. Check this out. Do you think 
because I think this is in a lot of people's minds, not just uh, right kooky conservative people like me. But do you think that this was planned because we're ending COVID Mm -hmm. and just as COVID is ending, we get into this conflict with Ukraine. I mean, Russia gets into this conflict with Ukraine. I mean, people want to say, well, you know, Putin attacked Ukraine because Biden was in office, which is probably the case. But why do it as COVID is ending? I mean, it almost seems as if the powers that be, the lizards that are in charge of the world, (laughs) want us (laughs) to always be in some sort of of, of hardship or conflict. Well, I think, you know, I mean, well, you look, I'm I'm all for it. I'm all for the the good old tenfold runs. Um, But I think in this situation, I think it was a crime opportunity. I think um, because it is crime. He invaded a a non-hostile nation. Um, I, I think that, you know, in regards, you know, the, you know, you can't attack with mask on. No, I'm just joking. Um, no, I, I, th- I just think that's just the way everything worked out. I think logistics plays better whenever you don't have a super virus, you know, supposedly threatening everybody. So, supposedly. you know, I think, I think there's a little bit of that, but I mean, whether or not it keeps everyone on their toes, I mean, that that's, I don't know, man, that's kind of a stretch, but Hey, there's fucking crazier things that have happened. Right. I don't know, man. It just, it just seems a little bit off. It just seems a little too, like the, the, you didn't even get like almost a day of rest from when COVID ended to when this conflict started. I think it started like maybe, you know, mask mandates came off, people were happy. And then 24 hours later, this shit happens. Well, yeah. And it is pretty funny. I think Rogan said something about that. He was like, oh, he was like, oh, hey, it's funny now. COVID's gone, you know, after, after we, after the Ukraine invasion, now there's no COVID, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of funny how that happened. I mean, yeah, you never know, man. I mean, it, it could be part of the play. Um, you know, if I were to be more of a conspiracy betting man, I still think it, I, I think wars are a way to recoup losses financially maybe for the largest industry in the world, which is the, uh, you know, the military industrial complex. So to me, I okay. always think wars seem to pop up after really hard financial situations. So, and, and I could, if you want to like expound upon that in 2008, where we're going to attack Syria, remember? Yeah. Right at a little after the recession and all this stuff. Also, we start saber rattling about Syria and Syria sucks ass. And, you know, 2010, oh, Assad's gassing his people. All this shit, right? Yeah. Um, but we didn't go to war which put a big dent in our financial recovery. I think in the end, I think wars are typically started whenever countries are suffering financially. Russia is seriously fucked. I think they were fucked even before COVID. I think COVID, COVID was like, and for, for people that don't know, there's a program called Star Wars. Pretty fucking funny. Where hmm. we told the Russians back in the 80s <laughs> and we had them believe we spent i think i think a trillion dollars on all this bullshit research because we told the russians that we had that we had uh satellites that could fire lasers and destroy nuclear bombs so the russians were losing their shit their shit in their pants because no one ever thought that that could even be humanly possible they spent so much money trying to overcome this problem 
that they literally broke themselves in half financially, which is part of the reason why this, why the USSR fell. So it was a, a lie. It was a ruse. Yeah. We never had it. Fucking Reagan was laughing. Everyone knows. We're all laughing. At the end, everyone was fucking cracking up. They're like, fucking up lasers. We talk about this isn't, this isn't fucking this isn't Buck Rogers, you know? So is this, uh, these are the, the same people that use the pencil in space and we spent a lot of money trying to figure out a pen. Yes, sir. And guess what? <laughs> there we go. So I, I think it's just part of that. I think, I think Russia was already under severe financial strain post COVID even worse. I mean, so I think they were just doing what everyone does, blow up some tanks, spend some, cause some spending. They would have secured, you know, better pipelines in Ukraine. I mean, they, Ukraine has a unbelievable amount of natural gas. I think this was all financial means and reasons. This was just old imperialism poking its head out and they, you know, they fucked up. So now they're screwed. So I think Russia, I think Russia has taken heavier losses they ever thought. And um, to be quite honest with you, once their stock market opens, which by the way, has been closed for three weeks now, people imagine the U S stock exchange was closed for three weeks. We would be economic collapse. We'd have nothing but war to go to go on by, right? Which is what Russia is right now. But a lot of people are trying to say, "Oh, they're not that bad." If you haven't opened your stock market in three weeks, you're that bad. And so that's why I think these some of these sanctions have actually worked. Like I've I've actually talked a lot of shit about sanctions, but I think the combined efforts of Europe and the United States, I think, has basically collapse the russia economy so it's 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 pretty nuts it's pretty nuts so nonetheless um that's our yeah it's kind of our ukraine update um other than that you know they're fighting definitely still uh, still a lot of fighting um a lot of casualties um civilian casualties now as um yeah you know air raid attacks and let it be known though that the russians are no worse than anybody else in this if you, you look mean? at the bombing, well, if you look at the bombing raids that occurred in World War II against the Germans, you look at the bombing raids that occurred against Japan, you look at the bombing raids, I mean, literally every square inch of Korea was bombed by the United States in the Korean War. You look mm-hmm. at the bombing raids that we did in Vietnam, the drone strikes that we've done, including recently where we killed that poor man who they try to say was part of ISIS-K. You oh, know, with the poor the, man and his 10 kids? Yeah, and his 10 kids. Yeah. Um, the Russians aren't any different. The Russians aren't these horrible, evil people because we've all done it. You know, unfortunately, civilians get killed. That's part yeah. of the game. They want to drive people out of the cities because it's part of a stranglehold that collapses your society. If everyone runs away because they're scared they're going to die, it's a lot easier to capture that city that's what everyone does so the the russians aren't any worse or evil for doing it putin isn't some socio you know he might be a sociopath he is yes but when it comes to war that's what every side's done since the advent of the airplane i believe the first time the airplane was used was in 1912 by the french against i believe some colonies and so that was kind of where the, the air raid came from was instead of trying to maintain presence in the colonies, they would just build an air base that would just go and bomb the shit out of them if they acted up. So um, 
yeah, if 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 you think that Russia is horrible for doing this, but there there's definitely gonna be a lot more civilians and civilian casualties. So um, our hearts and prayers go out to the people of Ukraine and, and just the people to and the people of Yemen and all people that die over this bullshit. So um, hey, war is not pretty. We gotta talk about gas prices. We should. We should. I think yeah. I had a slight tantrum the other day. What Perhaps. happened? Well, okay. So this is my thought process. And so this is my humble opinion. So if you look oh at boy. the periodical growth of gas and gas prices, correct? So a month ago, a gallon of gas, I believe, I think I quoted all this earlier. And we could we can post this up on Twitter after the show. It'll have the exact numbers. But a month ago, a gallon of gas was about $3.15. And a barrel of gas was $93, right? Mm. Nice. All right. So the good old days. Fast forward, well, three oh five, something like that. Fast forward to a couple of days ago at the height of gas prices, the ga- a, a barrel ga- a barrel of crude oil, whatever, was one nineteen, and our gas prices were, I believe, the average was over four dollars, right? Yep, just about. Gas prices have dropped. Actually, mm-hmm. as they put, have completely crashed back down to the $90 range, $94 at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gasoline's still over $4 per barrel per gallon. Mm-hmm. See, the crazy part is when gas increased 50 cents over a week, the price of gas increased very quickly. So, with that being said, Hold on a second. Um, so I'm trying to kind of collect my thoughts for a second or whatnot. Um, once it collapsed, the overall price of gas, um, so hold on, we're having some technical difficulties. Oh, okay, I'm back. All right, sorry, sorry, as I was giving my spiel. I saw Mr. Uh, Mr. Uh, Rick drop out of the fire. Basically, when gas rose 50 cents, yeah, right? It did it because the gas price of oil shot up very quickly. Yeah. So they marked up gas very quickly. But mm-hmm. when the price of gas shot back down, the price of gasoline at the gas station did not go back down. So I think it's just kind of a it's a it's a kind of a weird crazy thing where basically you see the prices of gas increase very quickly, but when the market drops back down, they don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, you know what's, I, I think I know what's happening. I think Benji's trying to log in. Uh Oh, uh Oh, uh Oh, send him the invite. Oh my yeah, goodness. Yeah, Are yeah. we going to have more people? I think that's what's Uh-oh. happening because it keeps uh, telling me to go to an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Boy, I got an iPhone for you. Send them the All ID. Right. Yeah, email it to them. Okay, we might cool. be joined by Mr. Benjamin James. But just to finish up, I, what I don't like is the way that gas prices, and you know what, what else you could kind of throw in there? Oh, uh, electricity, electricity prices. These state well, commodities, these commodities that are so adverse to our economy are tied to these crazy market prices, but whenever the prices go back down, they still stay up. Well, that's because, okay, one thing, it's a, it's a speculative market. 
Well, okay. it is and it isn't though, right? It is. It, it is. It is. Because yes, the prices might go down, but they, all, they may also go up or supply may, may be um, compromised. So right. nobody wants to bring down the price of anything until they're sure that, um, you know, supply is well, right, but, they, but they're sure as hell ready to jack it up. Yeah. But that's called price gouging. It's not. <laughs> I mean, that's it's what not, it is. It's, it's a, fucking price gouging. It's not it's price, like, gou- oh, it's not price not, gouging. Oh, okay. So, but, but they, it's, it's, it's not it's price okay gouging. Speculate and you make a lot more money. But it's not okay if you speculate and you're ripping people off. Like that doesn't well, make any sense, man. No, no, no. Here's the way it works. Price gouging is when when you have a hurricane and you have a massive supply of water, and you're bringing up the price on purpose. Okay, which we're doing with oil. We no, have no, no. Hold on. We have a massive supply of <laughs> no. oil, and we're spiking the price because of supposed demand at some point. No, no, no. Here's a, here's what's happening. It's not a supply and demand market. It's not. It's not directly correlated. It's a speculative it's market. Okay? It's a bullshit market. No, no, no. It's speculative. What happens? No. <laughs> nope. Don't try. What to happens? Do this. You know it's what not a supply and demand. It's not a supply and demand. What happens is if you can secure a steady supply of oil for the next six months to a year, right? Okay, then the price of gas is going to come down. But if the price of if the supply has increased temporarily because Biden depleted the reserves, and that's all we got. Well, those reserves are going to come back down. Right. But the problem is that, see, that's not the problem, though. If you have gas prices and they're going down, right? I just think that, so if you have commodities that are so important to our economy, you have commodities that are so important to our system, why are we allowing them to be in a speculative market, right? Because what happened, what happened as soon as the price of gas went up? Our economy crashed, right? We had this yeah. massive drop. We dropped two to three points over a couple of days of, of our whole stock market, right? Yeah. So these commodities need to be socialized. They need to be nationalized. 100%. <laughs> no, they're not. No, yes, you're not going to let Because it, guess what? No. If we no. had fixed prices on electricity, no. because if you have a winter storm, you get a $7,000 bill. That's okay. No. If you, no, it's if, not okay. If, if, if you have a bunch of jerk-offs, fucking run the price up a shit. It's not okay. And these things are so crucial to our economy and to our overall view of life. Why are they not nationalized? Because I'll tell you right now, every other country subsidizes their people's petroleum and gas products. We don't. The the reason they're not socialized is because the government does a shitty job of running these industries. Right. But it needs to be the same price. No, for how long? Shitty job or not. It would be the same price. It, if, it would be mismanaged. If, it would be mismanaged, and it would be. And it's it would not be mismanaged ruined. now. No, it's not. BP, the free market. The free market. BP, would what, what did BP do in the Gulf of Mexico? What did every actually? What did every single oil driller in the Gulf of Mexico do? Not give a fuck and basically destroy all the ocean. Yes, but you know what? They fracking, were held liable. How much? They, how fracking? Wait, wait, how much wait, wait. environmental damage? BP, whoa, 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 hold on. BP was held liable. They were sued. Uh, they, and they yeah, they're millions of dollars. Billion dollars, and they, they actually still have dollars. not paid out any but of it because it's still in court. If the government were to do the same thing, BP did. No one can sue the government. You're not going to get shit. Hey, guess what? So, we you didn't get what? shit from BP either. What did we get? Yes, they, they did. They watched a couple of BP, ducks. BP they watched out, a couple of ducks. No, BP paid out billions of dollars. No, they did not. Look at it. They have not paid out shit. Look at what they've done. They're still in still no, litigation dude. 
it's going to be true. 30 years before they pay 28 cents. Dude, they just barely, barely settled the Exxon Valdez spill last year. Right, but they settled right, it, right? No, no, two years ago. Good luck getting a settlement a from child. the government. Good luck getting a settlement child. from the government. At least you weren't happened. even born yet. You weren't even born Actually, when Exxon Valdez. You were? Yeah, I was. I saw it on TV at my little. grandma's house. <laughs> exactly. And you were terrified. <laughs> and guess what? That's mismanagement too, bro. These, these private companies don't give a fuck either. And if you cannot talk about the amount of damage done by fracking and all that, dude, yes, but I don't think have, they're doing a no, great job. The government is a worse, the government is a worse entity you can have to have, be charged of anything. Well, bro, I don't think fucking, I'll tell you right now, I don't think fucking BP, Exxon, Citco, all these other shitty old companies are much better as they're, they're contributing to like any government that's willing to fucking sell their shit i mean I, I was just saying at some point we need to do this because every other country subsidizes you think people of saudi arabia pay full price for gas no no it's made over there people of venezuela no. they are they have i mean people in nigeria to, no gas to them people like in their houses you know they it's like water you dude. have water natural gas and they have gasoline come out of your your, your faucet Pro, yeah yeah it probably isn't the faucet but but that's what I'm trying to tell you that we're the only ones paying these crazy exorbitant prices and no, we're the ones true. paying for it all. It's not true. Europe, Western Europe isn't Western, Western Europe. Europe. I'm not saying Western yeah. Europe doesn't. Yeah. But at some point we nationalize, we lock in a price and that's what you do for oil. That's no. it. Yep. Because we're at a point now where this dude is too destructive to our economy and it's a strategic thing. Strategic. What do you mean? We need oil strategically for our war I know. machines, you for would, everything. You would think that the United States would try to produce more oil, but they don't. It's not about, no, no, no. The United States need to nationalize their oil supplies and no, nationalize their old companies and then prevent speculation. Prevent speculation. That's it. That's it. Nationalizing anything never worked. It's just, well, it goes to mismanagement. I mean, look at California. They nationalize uh, you know, they pretty much everything. No, they can't nationalize anything. They can't because it's still no California is for shit. But seriously, at some point, we do have to realize we do need to hold down our 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 our, our basically oil, electricity, things that are being price gouged and moved around. But you know we can't nationalize. We cannot nationalize Benjamin James, who has joined us tonight, ladies and gentlemen. We thought he were going to be without him, but he is definitely in the house. Can you can you hear us, Benjamin James? Yeah, the only commodities that you can socialize are my fucking nuts. See, and really, you can socialize again, that once again. Yeah, you can socialize once again. that. Everybody gets a little bit. Everybody gets an equal share of my nuts. That's the how we socialize. The social commentary and the solutions put forth nice. by Mister by by Blueberry Sugar yeah. are not only magical; they probably can save the world. But I do know one thing that I think was something near and. Dear to all of our hearts, I think we can talk about real quick before we before we go into the uh, into the break. Is um, Amazon bought MGM, guys? the The lion has an arrow going through its mouth. What do y'all think huh. of this? It's this pretty crazy. This is a massive media purchase. I would probably say as big as um, Disney purchasing Fox News and all those programming. Right? I mean, this is a pretty big deal. $8.6 billion deal. Yeah, what are you going to do with that with MGM? Go ahead, Benji. Go ahead. Oh, no. Oh, it's just, it gets to the point. Like now, like what? Not to go on a total antitrust tirade, but at what fucking point does it stop, man? Like, I don't, I don't think it can. 
does Bay it can't, right? Does Bezos mm. literally need to own the world? He already does. And he's yeah, space, that's and what he's I mean. a space captain. He's like he's fuck, just he's, over he's he's over owning it now. He's fucking he's an owning I mean, whore. That, I don't like, I mean, there's no there's no it's more of a theoretical, I guess, beef that I have with this whole thing. But where, yeah, where do we go? I'm just looking down the future at five years, 10 years, 20 years. Like it's already a problem, right? We already see, if you just want to look at Amazon in particular for, you know, worker, not to make the sensationalized headline kind of tripe here, but like pissing in Gatorade bottles, uh, hmm. you know, but meanwhile, making not only record-breaking profits, but like absurdly record-breaking profits during a pandemic where everybody's suffering. Um, and this motherfucker, like I said, not to simplify it, but the more and more I hear this shit, it is that really that simple at the end of the day. At what point do you step in and be like, but you know, yeah. but there's, I mean, yeah, there's no, there's no way to do it. There's no way to do it. And it's just frustrating. It's frustrating because I see where this is headed and I see where there's more um, MGM, right? That's a, you know, they make movies. Okay. So yeah. that you just get more and more into the realm of, I mean, movies already, we can all agree are shit because of the conglomerations and because you got to watch what you say, you got to make sure you don't make a movie that's going to piss off China you got to make sure you make there, there's no such thing as like art anymore it's all uh corporate it's all dollars and cents. Yeah, yeah yeah it's do, it's dollars and cents you got to watch what you say so there's no real expression so once again it's just another move that's just not making anything uh better for the fucking society that's for sure and people are going to make more fucking profits because of it that's for sure but it's not it's hard to get any you know, it's it's hard to get excited or and not get pissed off when a company that already, like I said, owns the fucking globe. Uh, yeah, get bigger. Keep stacking it on. Get bigger. Get more power. Yeah. Get fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a big deal. I, I it's a big deal. It is because well, the crazy thing is that there's also going to be confluence with all their programming because basically back in 86 and i was just kind of reading up more about the deal in 86 turner and at&t purchased all the mgm library from 1986 previously yeah. so now the mgm library from 1986 till now which will belong to amazon officially is going to be part of it and and they're already saying amazon saying look we're not going to stream all the movies directly you know the mgm makes are not going to be streamed directly to amazon prime etc we are still going to support theatrical releases. This is a big play for media content. I mean, you can't think of a bigger player in now than Amazon Prime. Now, Amazon Video yeah. will basically have everything. It's kind of yeah, it's it, kind of crazy. It is, and from a political side, it pisses me off even more too because that's just more uh, that's more influence from one fucking direction that you're going to get over uh, lawmakers voting on shit. You know, like it's just throwing it more into one big pile where it's just one set of influences as opposed to, you know, fuck, at least if the money's coming from all over different places, at least there's a variety of, uh, you know, viewpoints or people's pockets to grease. But this is just like one big wave. Uh, and, every, you know, everybody just laughs all the way to the fucking bank. 
Well, and if you think about it, but you know, COVID probably made this ripe, right? I mean, COVID probably incurred massive oh, yeah. losses for MGM, especially with the lack of theatrical releases and any type of properties or titles yeah, that yeah. actually did anything. So this was crazy. This is crazy. So this is a big deal. Um, you know, more to be seen. I mean, you know, Disney bought Fox, stuff like that. That turned out okay. I mean, for the most part, it, it hasn't seemed to completely isolate revenues and stuff. But I think we're going to probably take this time, take a little break. Little breaky poo. Or one thing. Do you know what the bad part is about Disney buying Fox? What? That are that really worries me is that you're never gonna get to see another Jerry Springer reboot again. <laughs> oh, that'd be <laughs> I don't know. That's dude. terrible. I, hey, bro, bro, trust me. If there's money in it, nah, Mickey Mouse man. is gonna find that shit. It, oh, it's good. Trust me, dude. Yeah, trust me. If there's money in it, Mickey Mouse will put it. He'll put Springer, he'll put Springer naked with a cock <laughs> ring on if it makes enough money. So with that wonderful vision I just gave our audience, um, we're going to take a little breaky poo and we'll catch you guys on the back end. I think we got some fun topics to discuss. So uh, stick with us. Go fuck yourselves and we'll see you in a little bit. What is up? Burning hey, these motherfuckers down. Man. We sure are. We sure are. The, yeah, man. We kicked all the cocaine off that mule. So um, party back, ladies and gentlemen. We will be joined by our illustrious uh, Benjamin James again. He did a drive-by, but he will be ducking back in hopefully before the end of this, uh, this sequence as he is uh, once again cruising through the astral planes and will be joining us for a little bit in the party in the back. But, you know, we might as well get it started off with a wonderful discussion that I'm very proud of where the unite, you know, there's very few times where the world can come together to agree that something sucks ass. And one of those things is the hour change. The illustrious spring forward fall back, ladies and gentlemen. And guess what? The, the Senate, I think it was almost not contested, but I think there's still some assholes who didn't want to vote for it because they're just jerk offs. Basically voted to keep daylight savings time permanent in 2023. So with that being said, we only have to lose an hour one more time. So I'm pretty stoked. What do you think of that, man? Hey, I don't know. I, I'm glad that it passed the Senate, but will it pass the House? And will know. the president sign it? Well, you know? he- well, it depends uh, what time they get it to them. They get it to them early enough in the morning. <laughs> pretty good chance. If it's after two thirty and he's had his uh, his watercress sandwich and uh, his mushroom soup, well, we're not gonna we're not we're not gonna have a good chance with that. But I do like it because I mean, I fucking hate this whole stupid clock thing. Right? It makes no it does, sense. man. It's, it's, it's it screws with you. You know, when you're a kid, it doesn't really matter. But as you get older, like us. It, it, it really matters, dude. Like, you don't function for the rest of the week. I still right. haven't recovered. I'm grumpy. Aren't you grumpy? You get yeah. grumpy. You're tired. You don't want to fucking... It's just disgusting. I hate it. I hate daylight savings time. So, once again, 
we having to do this shit. We lose an hour. Whoever came up with this concept and then to do it on Sunday night. Hey, assholes, why don't you do it Saturday? Right. So we could have a day or two before we have to go back into the work week. But yeah, nonetheless, I digress. Do it on Friday. Yeah, exactly. Right. Do it on Thursday. The the people who work, (laughs) uh, work night shift are going to get screwed because they'll never get that hour back. Right. Yes, this is true. (laughs) They're like, what the fuck? Am I getting it? And the the algebra they have to perform in order to somehow fit that into the into the schedule. So once again, daylight savings time will be permanent in 2023. Keep your fingers crossed, ladies and gentlemen. Write your congressman. Tell them we hell no. We don't want to fucking keep setting forward, spring forward, fall back. We don't want none of this bullshit. We just want to keep the time the same all the time. You know what? You know what, though? What really pisses me off is that. Yeah, okay. It's one thing that I'm tired. I get that. But what happens when you have your kids set on a schedule, on on a sleep schedule? You're like, right. okay, they're going to go to sleep every day, uh, I don't know, 7.30 or 8 o'clock or whatever the time you guys choose. And then the hour goes back. And then what are you supposed to do, man? Like, oh, right? retrain your kids? Yeah, no. You, got, you had a fucking, t- I mean, this happened. Of course, we both have small children. This happened to me several times. Well, you have an 11, 12 month old, you know, a 12, a three year old toddler. Yeah three-year-old yeah. toddler and they're just so they're used to going to bed at 7 30 and then now 7 30 is not 7 30 so now they're up till 8 30 but they still have to wake up at fucking seven exactly. or whatever for daycare it's fucking bullshit so yeah no i feel you i i think it's the most mundane thing we fucking do it it is the bane pointless. of the existence right it's, it's really pointless. dumb it is dumb it's dumb but and you want to hear something good um i was listening to senator rubio speak about this because he's actually a pretty hardcore he's, proponent. He sponsored it, I think. Right, yeah, of daylight savings time. But he actually brought up some great points. With daylight savings time, it actually reduces the, the number of people who die from car wrecks. It actually reduces crime hmm. overall. Yeah, isn't that funny? But you have to remember, so apparently as night falls, people get to be more criminally advantageous i guess in the cover of night and also people when driving at night is statistically significantly statistically more dangerous yeah so the more hours of daylight you have encroaching into the nights the safer it actually is so i was listening to some of this stuff and it totally made sense i was like wow this is great fucking bill so you know i'm pretty bummed I do like it. If it's a one like thing it. Congress does, man. If it's oh, a one right. thing Congress does, I mean. Oh my God. Please just make the break, you know, make it better for the American people. That's it. it right. You can do it one step at a time, one legislation at a time. Exactly. And th- it, this you could know. be it. This could be the domino where they finally start doing shit that actually helps the American people. But <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to hold my breath on it, ladies and gentlemen, but let's hope that uh, we get rid of this bullshit. Daylight savings time. Stop playing numbers and games with our clocks. And we can all have a I mean, normal sleep schedule. This may get Ruby the presidency finally. You know, I'd be quite honest with you. I might vote for him <laughs> if he gets this fucking thing. You heard that straight from the facts. The for, I will Marco Rubio if you get this shit passed and somehow get through the gauntlet of KKK members and other people that will be trying to replace Trump on the ticket. You got my vote, buddy. If you can get this one through, we we, we got we can run this one home. So I would love it. I just fucking think it's dumb. I just, you know, it was funny because when it happened, you know, when we lost the hour, I was so pissed. I was like, so fucking stupid. Yeah. This is so dumb. But guess what? 
immediately afterwards. You hear Marco Rubio saying, nope, we're going to get rid of it. So hoping we fucking do. Um, but one thing I hope we don't get rid of, and this is going to go back in the nerd talk in the uh, party in the back. This is, you know, pretty interesting is the, the James Webb telescope did publish some high res pictures. So we got things are starting again, getting aligned. The cameras are good to go. Uh, we probably won't get real in-depth field pictures until June still, but it's showing that everything is actually working quite well on this. I would say probably this modern day mar- like Marvel. You know, we, so you know what I'm saying? What happened on this? Uh, it's, it's, become, it's fully focused now. It's taking yes. full on pictures of the universe. Yep. Yep. And they're all working in unison. So that's the big thing. All 18 mirrors now move in unison. So it's actually a huge deal because, you know, that's, that's, that's kind of what we needed. So we're going to start getting some um, deep, basically deep field images, as they put it, as they kind of say in the, in the um, article. And also we'll start getting more high res pictures as time goes by. So guys, we have a very viable telescope out there. I want to see aliens. Resilience. Oh fuck! I cannot fucking wait. Okay, dude, how like, tits hey, would it be? Though? How huh? tits would it be? How tits would it be? Also, to we see like, another civilization from far away. Wouldn't that be dope, right? And then but we then fire you know a missile it, at them. Yeah, pretty much. And then what would happen <laughs> is that uh, we would see like a civilization of lights and stuff, and then they would be like, "Yeah, but they were alive three hundred million years ago," because that's how far right. they are. So they're not there anymore. I'm like, what? That weird. Send them a signal. How strange would that be, right? That that. So, for anyone not understanding, whatever light we see is from light from the from from the time frame that it came from. So, if there's something that's 444 light years away, it took light 444 years to reach us from the origination. So, if you're looking at something 444 light years away today. And if you were to like, I guess, use our time frame, that would be like us looking back at the Crusades almost or looking back at like the Salem witch trials. Like that's the type of time frames that the difference. It's wise. like um, if someone takes a picture of you with a flash right. in front of you, you see it instantaneously because light traveled from the camera to your eyes. But if someone to take a picture of you with a flash and you were in Jupiter um, you wouldn't see that flash immediately. You'd see it, you know, 16 minutes later, right? Something 16, like 20 minutes later. Yeah. It would hit your eyes. Yeah. You're like, oh, someone just took a picture of me. Yeah. Like 20 minutes ago. Fuck. Yeah. And yeah, so I, that person is, you know, he's already doing something else that he would have done 20 minutes. <laughs> he's jerking after off that. <laughs> so, but that's, but the, but the big thing we hope is that we capture society that's in some type of industrial revolution for the very least, right? Or some type of like, yeah. Technological revolution, somewhere where they're making like biosignatures showing some type of like inorganic compounds. Are they yeah. making microchips? Fuck, man. Tell Hopefully, because we need them. By the yeah. time we get them, it may help our shortage. <laughs> <laughs> we'll price in the message, send chips now. Um, <laughs> but, but, but in reality, these fuckers, like, it's kind of a cool thing, right? It's pretty neat that we do see this happening. So I, I'm pretty I'm, I'm I'm pretty stoked. So you know, hopefully we see these bio we we see these biosignatures, and you know, we really do finally answer the question. So I really think that that's we're maybe a year or so from us seeing it. And and, and the crazy point is, like Rick said, we may see the embers of the civilization that died millions of years ago. 
because I think what the, some of the furthest objects we've seen out there, are like what, 14 billion light years out, 15 I think billion so. light yeah. years out. This is billion with the B, ladies and gentlemen. Let's say if somehow a, a civilization formed a billion years after the Big Bang, which I think is impossible because of the cooling effect or something. But let's say if something we're able to do that, we could be looking at like the reflections of a society that's been dead for billions of years. It's so fucking weird. Right? You know what I would like to see? Um, wouldn't it be fucking cool if some civilization is, was observing Earth, right? And they got to see dinosaurs and they, they send that back to us and we get to see dinosaurs, like what they really look like. That would be cool. Because, you know, they're, you know, what is it? Uh, 250 million years away, you know? So they see that, the dinosaurs, and then they send that signal back to us and be like, wow, this is what the earth looked like 250 million years ago. That's crazy. Maybe crazy. Maybe crazy. Or maybe they just send send us a message or something. Missiles, probably. (laughs) We're such dicks. I guarantee you we're sending missiles. If we see something, someone's going to be like, send a missile. Um, well, you know, it's like that guy who, who pokes a, a stick at ants or whatever, you know, right? Like the ants are living there happily doing their thing. And then there's some some douchebag, like <laughs> the government goes in there with a stick and starts poking at it. Well, dude, imagine if that's what we do, though, right? Let's say we use this modern Marvel. We see something. We're like, oh, people on Alpha Pintari, right? Let's say something even relatively close in our galactic ring, Mars. right? Like well, galactic ring wise. So let's say two to three light years, you know, even 10 light years away, 10 years is not a substantial amount of time. So let's say we see these people, we're like, holy shit, the Kapoorians, we send a light signal out to them, right? 20 years, let's say they get it, they return it back to us. That's pretty fucking crazy, right? Think about that. How fucking insane would that be? If like literally we send a message to someone 10 light years away, 10 years later, we receive the message back. That'd be pretty cool. Dude, I'm telling you, this is nuts. And this is nuts. And I, and uh, the other day we touched on the, um, the, some of the biosignatures being basically baked into the planet. So, I mean, this could be something that happens quite frequently out hmm. there in the universe. So I, I'm, I, I'm stoked. I'm stoked. So yeah, as I'm geeking we'll see what out. happens, man. Yeah, we'll man, see what I happens. You. I feel you. But, I feel you. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, is that it for the show? I think so. I think I think uh, we were expecting uh, Mr. Benjamin James to join. I, but I think I think he's probably he's probably caught up in uh, saving the universe himself. I mean, you know, he's, he's pretty. You know pretty what? Wild guy. He said he was going to walk his dog, and I'm pretty sure he was probably abducted or uh, he no. got some sort of an alien going you on there. I don't know right. what happened. There. You we'll are see. right. You are right. Of course, they're going to abduct him as he's walking his dog, and they're probably anal probing him. Oh, or maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like he might be coming in. Oh, he's he right there. He might be coming in for a minute. Yes, Dude. we go. And he, yeah, we were worried you were getting anal probed on your dog walk there, <laughs> Mr. Blueberry. No, Sugar. that's not what happened. So. <laughs> we were pretty sure we were pretty, pretty sure, sure we were that was preparing we we're preparing for the wrap up but um we were a little yeah we're just wrapping it up man <laughs> we're really wrapping it up yeah. yeah man uh, no that's all good it's all good um i was worried that was the case but thought <laughs> it fucking happens it happens <laughs> it's all good it's all good hey, anything hey oh what, yeah, maybe well, i'll go hey, live maybe where can they find us yeah maybe where I'll can go they, find they us? can find us on uh 
that's fucked up. They can find us on Instagram at skip underscore the underscore noise underscore podcast. They can also find us on Twitter at skip the noise PO1. You can also suck my balls. You can find us on uh yeah, email at what is it? Skip the noise podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. You can, you can find my sweaty nuts on your forehead. Um, what else can you find? <laughs> hey man, at least Rick. you can no, get the participation. Man. No, but it's a difference between like calling into work and just being late as fuck. So at least I at least I get credit for, for showing up. <laughs> Do you like instead of being marked absent for the day? It's like school. You know, you have to stay till like what, like at least nine thirty to not lose the whole day. Right, you, that's you what I marked, did. You get marked. You get marked here. That's what I did. Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. Oh my god, Rick is a trip. So what? Uh, so with that, you you're, you heard it here. Benjamin James may go live to show to, to spread some cheer. <laughs> but <laughs> jesus christ um uh yeah just to let you guys out there in the, in the universe know um a lot of shit going down and uh hopefully we see some aliens with some big telescopes and uh yeah i think we're good yeah man all right well uh, hey ben, did you want to say something Rich? yeah you want oh, to say some just yeah just real quick to wrap it up you <laughs> know it's good it's probably good i wasn't on this episode anyway because the only thing uh i've been blasting into my fucking head is uh russia ukraine stuff so oh yeah we had a, we had a rush ukraine section. You know, that's all that's really all i know at this point because I, I don't ingest anything else so i don't think so you it's can. probably good i don't think yeah. anyone can it's just ukraine russia I've, yeah i hear so much Ukra- ukraine russia bad times that like i don't even know old shit that i used to know right. like i forgot shit because I know out. so much. Yeah, there's so much. I'm ingesting so much war material that I don't even know regular stuff, like my phone number. Dude, I'm uh, you're learning tactics. That's, and that's how heavy it is. Yeah, no, really. Of, uh, oh my god. So yeah. Well, anyway, well, this is fun. I'm glad I, I'm glad I got to participate at least a little bit. Well, we missed you, man. It was it was, it was yeah, it. It's really always did. always you know we we definitely we definitely carried on without you. Good, um, good. but we definitely we definitely miss you it was it, it was it's good to see you yeah it wasn't the same it wasn't the same bro it wasn't the same we well I'll do, my, you. I'll do my best to to filter out uh oh yeah that's see that's the problem with these do a lot yeah one one last little thought is that's the first three sucks. minutes when i have to edit shows that i'm not on <laughs> i don't have any idea of like where shit is that i might have to edit <laughs> So like I actually, surprise. I act, yeah, exactly. So I have to actually listen to the entire thing. Like you that's fucking. Have funny. to just trust us. Don't worry just about it. We we drop a really decent hot. job. Well, no, I mean, even when I'm on, I list, I give it the good, the one through listen. But it, what that means is I'll have to be attentive when I do that instead oh, of just kind of going to have to be attentive oh, for the first five minutes. Yikes. <laughs> Well, I'll just chop the first five off. A lot of cocksuckers and everything thrown in there. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, keep it real. Represent. This is a good one. And we should hopefully be coming back in full force next week. All the dicks out, ready to give you all your news. So with that, keep it real, represent, and to get ready to get smeagled next week. Bing bong.